So Coach B, you wanted to make an announcement to the, the CrossFit gym, your members. Um, I will warn listeners that this will be very uh, member-based, so it may not make a lot of sense if you're in the gym. Um, so you're more than welcome to listen to it, but we want to value your time. So if you want to skip this episode, uh, feel free to do so. So Coach B, what's this, what's this new announcement? Um, so at our gym, we have now started following CAP programming. Um, so this is CrossFit Affiliate Programming. And in our previous podcasts, we have talked about, and I was actually pretty passionate about doing our own programming. And there's something about like being able to do it and understanding how people are feeling and adjusting it based on the member's feedback. Um, And I've kind of had this, again, strong opinion on like Mayhem programming and CompTrain, which are other very well-known CrossFit programming sites. And I decided that, well... CrossFit's finally coming out with their own. It directly follows the CrossFit HQ. And on our podcast, people know that I believe what CrossFit does. And I I believe the methodology and they're very well thought out. And they're meant for affiliates versus like like a competitor, like an individual. So I was like, you know what? It's free for our affiliate membership. So there's no reason to give it a shot. And I decided, well. No reason not to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So we started actually using it last week. Um, And... What it's done, and some of the members might not have noticed on right off the start, but people are catching on now, right? We've had a couple questions here and there. They're like, what's different about the programming? Wow, I really like the programming. Haven't heard any bad things yet. Maybe except for the 100 thrusters we did on Monday. That's that's People are feeling that. I'm still sore, yeah. Oh, so sore. Stepping downstairs is rough right now. Um, but we want to take a different approach. You know, I heard on the podcast on Best Hour of Their Day that they had talked about, you know, people aren't coming to your gym and having this strong bias on like, Oh, because he programs his own stuff, we're going to go to him or to this gym in general, right? People don't come into the gym like that. The, the programming is irrelevant when it comes to people starting the gym. It's more going to come down to execution of how we're running our classes, how the coaches are um, performing the movements, teaching the movements, you know, the progressions versus what the actual programming looks like. So we kind of started it on a whim to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And, um, honestly it's helped my coaches drastically, myself included, you know, on the sugar wall, when it comes out, there's a coach's notes. There's no athlete notes because it's not their job to know what the stimulus, the goal, the general warm up should be the focus. That's not their job to know that it's our job to tell them that Mm -hmm. and teach them that. So what it does is it provides this entire list of movement demos, um, different warm-up movements you could do. It gives you the general warm-up and it kind of, you kind of mix it and match how you want it, but it gives you stimulus on there. Like the time frame for the workouts, it tells you like ranked on like a one through five, like the loading. So like the other day, like I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday was like a two out of five. So kind of good. Like Monday was like a five or four out of five because of the volume of the reps. And then it gives like that stimulus goals. Uh, what's a good cool down what's something that the coaches can look for as the athletes are performing the workout. So a lot of different information that's allowing us to, again, be better coaches. And I think that's what we're talking about. It's not about the programming. It's about how effectively we can coach it. Okay. So we tried it last week. This week was actually our second full week of doing it and um, really enjoying it. I think that it's helped us all out. And yeah, except people are catching on. So we wanted to address it right up front. Were you able to look at examples of this before you signed up? Um, Just through the... CrossFit HQ. So I have, I get the CrossFit, CrossFit email today 
and it always comes out every single um, day at like 7 to 8 p.m. for the next day of what the workout is. So I've actually, what I do on like Thursday open gym days, and actually there's a couple members that they'll be like, hey, can you make me a workout? I go and look at the CrossFit HQ workout. I'm like, hey, try this, mm-hmm. you know, because that's something that I always rely on like as a fallback. So I've been following that for like three years now. I don't do all the workouts. but So I was like, okay, we'll just, it's right in line with that. And I think that if I get backlash for this, I totally get it, you know, because I did have a strong opinion on doing my own stuff. But what I'm trying to do is still use the skills I've developed of programming and apply it to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not taking, I'm not drag and dropping and doing it exactly as it is. I've changed almost every single day somehow. Mm-hmm. Again, because I'm trying to make it work for, for one, our facility, right? If we have any limitations on equipment, space, right? And then we're trying to figure out, okay, where are we at as a gym? So they actually might like this, but the workout the other day with rowing was supposed to be, um, five rounds, 500 meter row. And then however many poles it took you is how many double unders you do, which cool concept, but logistically I didn't like the way that that sounded and looked. And I, it didn't give me a, a strong time frame of how to get this done. Mm-hmm. You know, cause some people are going to be doing hundred double unders. Some of the people don't do 20 or like 50, you know, there's a significant time difference there. I like the concept of it, but I need to change that to make it work. Mm-hmm. And, and those, those are things that people probably won't ever see. Mm-hmm. So it kind of breaks it down. It has like an RX an intermediate and a beginner, which again, we've done three levels before in the past. And then we got rid of it, which I still think is beneficial in some days. And some days they'll, they'll see that on the programming. It'll only have RX mm-hmm. because I just think that there's something good about that, but it's also allowed people to kind of categorize themselves a little bit better. So give them a little more direction without the coach have to actually say like, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing, you know, like mm-hmm. it, they can kind of self-diagnose and put themselves where they think they need to be. Okay. I always say, don't be so stubborn that you won't change. Um, you know, as a coach, I wanted to change for change and you've got to learn why am I doing what I'm doing and, and be willing to take feedback or try it up, mix it up. Yeah. And I like hearing, you know, I like hearing feedback, you know, people really, I get a couple, a little bit of feedback when it comes to programming, when I was doing all of my own. But it's good to hear people talk. You know, I ask my coaches often that I'm like, hey, like, let me know what you're thinking of this. Because right now, you know, we're just, I'm just kind of putting it out there and like hoping it's going okay. But like until I start getting feedback, I don't know if I need to change it. You know, kind of like, kind of like we talked about, if you're not getting feedback, you're not getting any better. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have that so you can make um, changes where you need to. Yeah, this is maybe a tangent, but we got beat by a, a soccer team the other night. And the coach asked me, we had a common opponent he was going to face uh, actually tonight. And uh, he he said, you know, how do I beat this team or, you know, any tips? And so I'm kind of running through some stuff. And I, I can just, like, tell he's not paying attention. And it's like you want the information, but you don't. And, like, he's a young coach, and it's just like, I don't know. Um, Maybe he's just trying to network. Yeah. He's just trying to build a relationship. He wasn't actually caring. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. And I was, you know, I guess when you're kind of a, an experienced coach, it's like you've got to not be so stubborn. and. Mm. So I guess that comes with the experience. Yeah. And it could be like the ignorance, right? I think some people put ignorance the wrong way. It's you're not diligent. You're not trying to actually get better. You're just like, oh, I don't know. So it's okay. Or or I'm doing well. I don't need to change. And it's going to come back and bite you. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely see how the programming goes. I, we didn't want to keep people in the dark. So um, if you remember and you're listening to this, you know, thank you for starting to speak up a little bit. Yes, the programming has changed, but the goal is the same. You know, we want to provide a good service and this is allowing us to do that a little bit better. And again, myself included. So when I go there in the morning and I start, you know, the night before the workout, I'm already kind of grazing through the tips that they're giving 
and then the next morning before anybody gets there, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll read and just kind of figure out like, okay, is there anything that I need to do differently um, that I already don't do mm-hmm. to, again, provide a better service? So one thing that we've been really focusing on a lot lately was teaching, right? So we were kind of highlighting this teaching component. So we're doing, here's the whiteboard brief. And again, consistency is important. So we need to keep this whiteboard brief. Let's do the general warm up, And then once they finish the general warm up, now it's time to teach something, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess my challenge and my, like my expectation of the members is to pay attention during that time. Because even as a coach and somebody who's been doing this for seven years, I'm learning stuff still. So if I'm learning stuff still, and I'm, there's only like one or two people that have been doing CrossFit longer than me here. There's no reason why they shouldn't be paying attention to that. So definitely take the time, pay attention when the coach is actually teaching that new um, progression of the movement and pick up little tips. You know, we talked about rowing the other day and keeping the heels down. So many movements allow us to focus on the posterior chain, but the only way to do that is if your heels stay down throughout the movement. Rowing is the exact same, or rowing is a perfect example of that. And people didn't know that, you know, our members didn't know that. And that's on us because, you know, I told them the story of like, I've been watching Olympic rowers. If you watch them, they, they do it this specific way and they never raise their heels up in the front position. So some people don't like it. Some people do, but I think it's giving us the opportunity to again, coach better. It's going to eventually make people better so they don't hit that wall as early and they can kind of go past it instead of plateauing, you know, finding those minor changes are going to make a big difference. Sure. So walk us through what was programming like, I guess, six months ago. Are you doing the majority of it? Um, how did that look? So yeah, I did 100%. So I've been doing it. Um, definitely, I would say now for about four years, um, even when the last guy was here, the last owner was here, I basically did all the programming here and there. He would take a couple. but So basically the way I've done things is, and just like I said at the beginning of this, I do it day by day. I've tried to do it like five days out and I just cannot do it. Hmm. And that that's a limitation I have. And I'm, I've tried to get past that. I, I can't even do warm ups. Like I'll do a warm up for like three days later and I get there. I'm like, I'm changing it. You know, I just don't like it. So I've kind of learned myself. I'm like, as long as I'm diligent and make putting it in, I feel like I'm doing okay. But I think there's a difference between going, doing okay. And like wanting to like make it really better. Mm-hmm. So my kind of concept I followed was the three on three days on one day off two days on. Right. So there's our kind of weekly programming. That's why we, that's the whole reason we added the open gym. Right. I, I do believe we touched on this on a different podcast, but that was to force the majority of the people to rest. Right. We're taking a hit on our attendance, but health and wellness is more important. Right. The wellness of them recovering. Right. They need to rest. They need to relax instead of doing these high intensity workouts seven days a week. Mm-hmm. It's not good for you to do it seven days a week. So being able to, pull people back really helps. So what I do is I'd make a really, usually a heavier day on Monday. I would do like a, like a heavier volume, a heavier weightlifting day. Tuesday would be a longer, um, body weight gymnastics type workout, maybe with a little bit of weightlifting. And then Wednesday would be like a good blend of everything. And then Thursday would be off. And then Friday I'd ramp the volume back up. Well, if you look at this week, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but Monday was high volume. Tuesday was cutting it back. Yesterday was pretty low considering Monday and Tuesday. And then Thursday, I kind of put something together for today, but then Friday is like a higher volume running and then Saturday is back to high volume lifting. So it's still following the same concept. Mm-hmm. Again, it makes sense though, because where I get my programming style from was learned through CrossFit. It was through finding a good blend of couplets and triplets through um, using metabolic conditioning, gymnastics and weightlifting, combining those, doing like a triplet here, a monostructural one here, doing, you know, a couplet here, 
adding the rest, making sure you're having a good balance of everything. So it's, it should be seamless, but I think the addition that's, that's kind of throwing people off and people know it's different is this extra skill work, mm-hmm. the extra skill work and accessory. We don't do it every day. So like Friday's workout has, does not have any skill work because I want people to focus on the intensity of the workout. So I'm not going to have it every day. Mm-hmm. And they, they actually cap provides it for every day. But some days I'm like, some days you just need like a mental, like just work hard and just call it good stretch at the end, which we haven't done very much stretching this week. So I want to do that too. But it's kind of cool. Like for me, it lines right up with how I was doing it anyway. Yeah. So it's really cool. They teach you in the uh, CrossFit level one coaching class. There's a whole lecture on how to structure classes and the couplets. And uh, you know, as you mentioned, um, so you were probably, you would have assigned a workout. And if it's not a standard workout, like Fran, you have to come up with kind of a time cap maybe. Um, so you're probably using your experience of, you know, a wall ball takes maybe two seconds to go up and down. So you're trying to estimate probably a time cap. Like rarely are you doing the workouts ahead of time and know rarely. this is exactly where I want a time cap. Um, so that may have been a limitation where now I'm kind of thinking maybe they've done these workouts before. They're having, they have the resources to maybe give you more accurate time caps. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Yeah, they, that was definitely a limitation of mine is I never did it ahead of time. I tried it before, mm-hmm. but um, I got sucked into the group fitness thing for a reason. Yeah. And I guess this maybe this comes with the selfishness a little bit where like, I also want that environment to do the workout and experience it with other people mm-hmm. um, with the classes. Cause again, I want to feel attached to that community so that I feel like I'm part of the gym, but yeah, this is kind of cool. Cause yeah, they're providing all this information ahead of time. So now instead of me having to take time and decide on, which I still like doing it, let's mm-hmm. say that. I don't have to worry about the time being like, okay, this movement does take this many seconds. How many reps are there? Cause that was how I do it in the past. Mm-hmm. You're not Fran. Cause that's a benchmark. So it's easy to figure out. But like if I made a workout that, okay, let's go back to, um, there was a really hard workout we did over quarantine and it had like, um, burpee pull-ups. It had, I think everybody would remember it if we did it again, it had like 20 burpee pull-ups and it had like 10, like 30, 20, 10 of something. And then those 10 really heavy power cleans and it was horrible. So what I had to do is I had to take, okay, yeah, how many, how long does a single movement take for each rep and then times it by how many reps there are in it and then do the math that way. So when people don't think there's thought in it, there is definitely a thought put into these things, you know, and that's the whole point of the time cap is this is based on how long I think it's going to take. And I've gotten it wrong, right? I think that's me being open, transparent. There were days where I'd have a time cap and I'd be like, we'd be like three fourths of the workout and like no one's anywhere near it. I'm like, crap like okay so i erase it in the middle of the workout the 4 30 a.m crew is typically the one that gets this yeah because they get to see it happen first the guinea pigs yep the guinea pigs so then i would like erase it as they're going and then put like add like two minutes to it and then they get done and be like good idea i'm like yeah Whew. yeah wipe the brow on that one it, there's a lot of variability you know so it's like maybe it's a hotter day too it's going to slow you down or things like that so that that it is hard pr- to predict um they did talk about in the crossfit games some of the best events had the like a perfect time cap so the, you know, half the field didn't finish under the time cap. So it's like you're racing against the clock and you're providing that intensity. Mm-hmm. Of, so a good time cap, um, you know, makes the workout more fun or more accurate. Or, oh, you know. 100%, right? That's the whole point of intensity, right? If I don't put a time cap, people are going to typically move slower. I think most of our gym has a good concept of CrossFit. So you go faster knowing, okay, intensity is going to get you the results. Move quicker, move faster, get it done, done mm-hmm. as quick as you can with good form. And uh, – the time cap really does make or break that, mm-hmm. you know, cause if I have a time cap, it was too tight. Okay. And this is where I think of mental health, right? This is very much in this too. If I have a, have too many workouts in a row, that 50% finish or less, 
that's going to weigh on people. And they're going to be like, wow, this is so hard. I can never finish. Like, you know, and you kind of get this like, woe is me, which is honestly not like you kind of expect it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're beating somebody down like that and they're not winning ever, they're not finishing these workouts, like that's going to weigh on you. So I always look at it as like 80-20. I want 80% to finish this workout. Yeah. You know, no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know, typically we have like one or two that don't finish in classes. And typically, that's I just said typically twice. My bad on that. Um, But what happens is, Either the weight was the weight is wrong, either the scaling option was wrong, because now the goal is for everybody to finish, mm-hmm. right? So I've kind of had that shift also. So I want everybody to finish, and that's requiring people the three levels. It's allowing people to have more opportunities to finish, mm-hmm. right? Because picking the weight is as you have to be have to be dialed in and figure out exactly what you want to do there. Scaling options. If you can't do uh, the unassisted chest bar pull ups, okay, we need to find something that's close that you can keep the same time frame mm-hmm. right we've always talked about that that's never changed you you scale the movements to match the time frame right we don't want people somebody to do pull-ups how exactly how we want them and finish them in like 25 seconds and then another person finish them in like 58 like you know what i mean like that's just that th- those time frames don't work mm-hmm. so it this is allowing us to be better at it you know have a little more like planning ahead lesson planning so that we can provide a better service and it, it's fun to see in a class somebody finish right before the time cap. It's oh, like so much You fun. pass the test. You're like, yeah, like it's, you know, so it's kind of. Well, I'm pretty sure we had, the other day we had somebody finish like the time cap was like 15. They finished like 1459. Yeah. Like their last jump rope. Um, somebody in the PM last night, same thing. They just like, or two days ago, they were just like cranking them out and literally 1458. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Like, I was like, oh, you have me, stre- me stressing out. But yeah, so I guess, again, it's supposed to be a short podcast on this one, but we just wanted to address that. Yes, there's a change in programming. Um, there is a reason why we're following it and um, we'll have some good information on some ways that you can give us feedback on this kind of stuff. You know, if we want people to be happy and I think this is going to allow them to be happier and challenge them as well. Let me ask you one more thing before we go. Um, do you expect, I think we've already seen some like new movements or things maybe we haven't done like a, what a single arm. I didn't do it yesterday. Uh, kettlebell swing. Mm-hmm. I, I've never done that, seen that. Um, so do you expect more of that or um, kind of same old, same old? I do expect that. You know, um, if we are, if they're going to do all this work and put all this, you know, to make these movements varied, right, constantly varied and provide this um, virtuous kind of component to this, they, I expect the things to be very different than what I, what I did before. Okay. You know, whether they follow the same template or not, it, they should be different movements. And I think that's the whole point of that is to – expand the margins of our experience. We're doing things that we're not used to kind of going back to what we talked about in other podcasts about getting outside your comfort zone, doing these movements. It's going to make all of us better mm-hmm. because the more things we do, let's cross it. The more things we do again, the better our experience, the more things we're ready for and cross it is general physical preparedness. It's very general for a reason. So, and it's, we talk about the different viewpoints or different um, ways to go about things. Like I hope as a coach, as I could bring things from my gymnastics class into a CrossFit class. And so I think this is a way to allow headquarters to kind of help us out and give us a different way that maybe we haven't looked at before. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole process of, you know, when Eric Rosa stepped in, their goal was to change. Like they wanted there to be the, the affiliates spoke out. They were, they were like, Hey, we need help. Like, you know, cause you know, people don't know this, but like CrossFit is not a franchise, right? Everybody runs it how they want to. Mm-hmm. There's no limitations. You can do everything you want to. Um, you don't even have to do CrossFit. So here's like, hey, here's my CrossFit gym. And then you don't have to do it. You know, so they leave it up to you. 
but what the affiliates are asking for is more guidance. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a huge step in the direction of providing more guidance. And it does a number of things, as you mentioned, you know, free your time up to kind of focus on other things. So, you know, other gyms will see that also. So I think that is a benefit for everybody. For sure. So we will put this um, kind of as a bonus episode. Um, what I would like to do is maybe we get more video. And so things like this, we could just throw up as a Facebook Live and people could ask questions. Yeah, um, for sure. So we'll get to that point, but we've already got this kind of smooth sailing. So mm-hmm. this was an easy way to throw it up and get it going. But um, hopefully down the road, we can continue to build and kind of expand on our, our media presence, if you will. Definitely.